welcome to the Prana Om Wellness Podcast, a space where wellness is explored, encouraged, and researched. Here we recognize that everyone is unique and has their own set of pre-existing circumstances that would prevent a one-size-fits-all approach to wellness, which is why we're exploring practices that you can then consider applying to your lifestyle. We all know it feels good. Lean into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. So it's been a while. It's been about a month, actually. So I've definitely missed you. But I just wanted to give you a quick little update as to where I went. So on New Year's Day, I received a phone call from a friend around 11 a.m. She asked, like, hey, do you want to go on a road trip? Uh, her dad has like this sprinter van for work and he said that we could use it right and so at first we were thinking okay maybe you know maybe we'll go up to Quebec maybe we'll go out to BC like that's really pushing it but that idea kind of evolved and the more that we started to think about it you know we we just kept expanding and expanding and then eventually that evolved into this like California road trip idea and we originally thought that we'd be gone for I don't know maybe two weeks but obviously that evolved into about a month-long road trip um so she called me at 11 a.m we left literally the next day at 9 a.m so it was super spontaneous Uh, I can't even begin to explain really all the things that I learned on this trip hey wait actually that might be a good episode idea so stay tuned um but yeah it was an amazing spontaneous adventure a great way to start the new year um yeah we traveled through Iowa and Nebraska and Colorado shout out to Aspen my new favorite place ever um well maybe not ever but definitely a highlight of a, of a travel destination for me for sure um Nevada FYI for me Vegas is like the worst place in the world it's just like so fake it doesn't deserve like it, it's not even supposed to be there you know it's in the middle of the desert so it was just super weird you know like fake Europe fake New York City it was just it was weird um you know Arizona and then all the way through California from LA up to San Fran and it was amazing so uh, I returned almost two weeks ago and I finally have settled back into routine so here we are so that's just a little rundown on where I've been um but I'm so excited to be back here uh and for the podcast to get going again so today we're going to dive into a little human psychology and hopefully gain some understanding and empathy for others So we probably all heard the saying, you can't control anyone but yourself. And sure, maybe it's a bit of a cliche, but it's the truth. You really can't control anyone but yourself. Just let that sink in for a second. So as long as you're depending on someone else to act a certain way or, you know, produce a certain outcome, you're always going to be in this unstable position that could potentially let you down and lead to you feeling resentful, right? Because you can't control the way someone else is acting. You really can only control yourself. And so you're putting yourself in this like vulnerable position that, uh, you know, could lead to you being let down. Um, and these are these are natural human emotions, both resentment uh, and that feeling of, you know, being let down. But they're certainly not beneficial for either you or for the person that, you know, quote, let you down, right? So recently I've really been like coining the phrase, meet people where they're at. And so that's what this episode is going to be about. So this is all about releasing expectation, understanding the other, allowing yourself to only be in control of you, and at least you avoided any feelings of resentment or disappointment. So We've all had our own individual journey, right? And we talked about this back in the first episode, just about, you know, what personality is and how we're just kind of a collection of all of our memories. So if you want a bit more detail on that, definitely head back to an earlier episode there. Um, 
But yeah, so we've we've all been through a certain set of circumstances. And these circumstances have shaped our personality, our identity, our outlook on life, and our expectations, along with a lot of other things. But we're going to focus on that. So we all have a set of biases. So for example, with survivorship bias, we think that because we've done something and it led to a certain outcome, then that outcome will happen every time we or someone else does something. Right? And this is this is normal. So for example, if I went to the park and someone approached me and we hit it off and we became best friends, you know, um, now I carry some sort of survivorship bias that making friends is super easy because I did it in the park. So now when you tell me how hard it is for you to make friends in the city, I may respond with something like, hey, just go to the park. It's ridiculously easy, um, you know, but maybe you're uncomfortable talking to strangers at the park because your parents instilled stranger danger into you. And you may say, mm, I don't know, I'm not really comfortable with that. And that response might make me feel resentful and say, well, then don't ask for my advice then. Don't, don't even ask. And now we've just played out one of many scenarios in which I wasn't meeting somewhere, someone where they're at, sorry. So I have this bias where I think that, you know, making friends is really easy because when I moved to the city, I made a friend in the park and making friends is so easy, right? Um, and so when you ask me, hey, you know, I'm having trouble making friends and I say, well, just, you know, it's super easy, go to the park. And you're like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm not comfortable like just talking to strangers in the park. You know, and, and maybe I don't know that your parents instilled all this stranger danger into you, right? And so then I respond being resentful, like, cool, well, if you're not going to listen to what, I, what I'm going to say, then don't even ask, right? And so now I'm projecting that, those feelings of resentment onto you. And, and this is one of these scenarios in which I'm not meeting you where you're at. You've, you've told me how you feel about something and, and I'm saying, oh, well, then don't ask me then, Right. So the basis of this idea really relies um, on having understanding for human experience. And so what does that mean? Well, as we saw in that example, my life experience made me believe that making friends is really easy, right? But not everyone shared that exact experience of making a friend in the park. So just acknowledging and really understanding that everyone's life experiences are different than yours will allow you to begin building much stronger um, you know, and, and more understanding relationships. And I know you've heard that before, right? But there's a difference between just hearing something and grasping it and implementing it into your worldview. It's not just the big things that shape someone's personality. It's not just these like big moments that they probably told you about. It's, it's really every single moment. So there's really no possible way to predict how a person will act or react to something. So just approaching relationships with neutrality and acceptance will only be beneficial to you and the other person, right? So just because my life experience had made me believe that making friends is easy, you didn't share that experience. You've never gone to the park and been, you know, greeted with this new best friend. Maybe you went to the park and someone was rude to you. Someone came up to you and, I don't know, yelled at you or something, right? So now you have this bias that every time you go to the park, it's unsafe or there's no way you're going to make friends there, right? So just really uh, acknowledging that there's no way to predict or, you know, just know how a person is going to act or react to something. So if you just approach relationships with, like I said, neutrality and acceptance, it's only going to be beneficial to both you and the other person, right? So... If we implemented this level of understanding into the scenario that I mentioned earlier, it would have been a bit more like, okay, so I would explain how I made a friend in the park and it was super easy and that you should try it. 
And then when you responded saying that you were nervous and uncomfortable with that, instead of saying, oh, well, then don't ask for my advice. I would simply just have trust in the fact that what you're saying is true for you based on your life experience. And I wouldn't try to alter your perspective at this time. But instead, I would adjust my suggestion to something that may be a bit more catered to you. So, you know, I have to actually have trust and believe that what you're saying is true for you because you're the one that's experienced your life, right? And so I can't just assume that, hey, making friends is easy. For you, maybe it's not. And I have to trust that what you're saying is true, right? Because I don't know your life experience. And even even if we're siblings, you still have different, a whole different set of collections of, of moments that have shaped who you are. So I can't try to just alter your perspective right away. Um, so it's important just to, to understand that people often have these deep-rooted traits that are based off of years of bias, and it's not your job to try and change or psychoanalyze them. You know, sometimes you should just be there to hold space and listen and act according to the way that people are showing you how to treat them. You know, it's not always your job to to try or try and change somebody or you know analyze them and give them these suggestions as to oh it's hard for you to make friends. Well, just you know be more outgoing. It's like you can't break down years of of experience you know into just one little conversation. So it doesn't mean that people don't change. I, I fully wholeheartedly do believe people do change. Um, but it isn't necessarily our responsibility to try and change somebody in one conversation, right? That's kind of the whole idea of this. It's just meeting people where they're at. So again, this idea of meeting people where they're at involves understanding of things that might not even make sense to you, um, but adds up based on their life experience, Right. And so if you really want the relationship to work, you can't get resentful. Understanding's key and it'll make your life so much better. Uh, so if you say your expectations um, for the way that someone's going to act, you'll almost always be disappointed. And that's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. And, you know, you can't control anyone else, but you can control the way that you react. And you can even take steps even before that to ensure that you haven't set the bar anywhere, right? So meeting people where they're at will allow you to accept, accept someone for who they are in that moment and then prevent disappointment, right? So if you're just not putting, if you're just approaching these relationships and encounters with neutrality, you're literally never going to be let down because you don't have the bar set anywhere, right? And because you can't control somebody else, you know, there's no way that they're ever, well, I, mean, I don't know, maybe there's a small, small, small percent, but, you know, for this sake, we're going to say that there's basically no way there to ensure that they're going to meet your expectation, right? And that only leads to disappointment. I know maybe some of you are thinking, oh, but it's so great if I set the bar high and they and they reach it, like then things are wonderful. It's like, yeah, maybe every one in 10, right? But maybe even less than that. But um, most of the time, people aren't going to just do the thing that you think they're going to do or that you want them to do. You have to just meet people where they're at and just accept that, you know, this is who they are and this is how they're going to act and this is how they're acting. And if you like the way that they act, then, you know, then your relationship is is going to flourish, right? So now this idea of meeting people where they're at really pairs hand in hand with treating people the way that they show you how to treat them. So um, here's another example. Let's say that I'm hanging out with a friend who says that they're super spontaneous and adventurous and they want to go bungee jumping. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, of course, I want to do that. That's great. So let's do it. <laughs> but then we get there, my friend gets scared and says that they want to go home. I'm like, oh, well, okay, let's go. 
So now they told me that they were adventurous and spontaneous, but in that moment they weren't able to actually jump and that's okay, right? We're friends. So I'm going to say, you know, either I say, okay, I'm going to jump. Just wait here for me. See you later, you know, and then we, we meet up after and then we go home or, you know, we just both go home. So there's a solution there, right? And now a few weeks later, they ask, hey, do you want to go skydiving? And again, I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Uh, but then we, when we get on the plane, they get nervous again and they can't jump. Jump. And so now naturally, I'd want to get angry and say like, hey, you told me that you were spontaneous. You said that you were adventurous and now you've let me down twice, right? And now I, I have this, I like, I can't believe you, right? And so this would be like a supernatural human response because I've set this bar in my mind and I've set this expectation that you're a spontaneous and adventurous person, and but now you've let me down twice, right? And, I, and I've let you let me down because I've set this expectation for you to meet. Um, and so now my brain's thinking, hey, this person isn't meeting my expectation. But let's pause here, Right. Didn't they show us last time that they were nervous when it came to jumping? So now shouldn't we have adjusted our outlook on the situation and, and incorporated the fact that our friend may be a little nervous naturally because of their life experiences? You know, this doesn't mean we say no every time they want to do something spontaneous or adventurous, but we just have to incorporate these experiences into our view and then release the expectation that things will be different or that things will be the same. And so instead... We just let the scenario play out and not be resentful and not hold any expectation and just accept and and really meet the person where they're at. If they're saying, hey, I want to try again, you know, and just because they've let you down before, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it again, right? Just release expectation. So we just approach it with neutrality. And so, you know, for all that we know, our friend could have won uh, or could either one, do the same thing, right? Or two, they could conquer their fear. And in both outcomes, as a human with a high level of awareness, <laughs> that's us, um, we should be able to approach that situation with neutrality and just meet our friend where they're at, whether that means accepting the same outcome, which wouldn't be surprising since they've already shown us how to treat them in the first place, right? In the past. Or that means embracing their newfound confidence, so both of those outcomes, um, uh, you know, our, our brain can handle them and we're not going to feel resentment in either of those scenarios as long as we don't have uh, the bar set anywhere, right? So a lot of our disagreements or relationships really stem from these feelings of resentment. We hold people to standards that they aren't responsible to meet, right? And, and we create these versions of people within our mind that don't really exist. I'm super guilty of this, you know, I um. It's taken a while to get to a point where I can even say, oh, hey, is this is this actually how a person is or is this my expectations of them that I've created in my mind and they don't even know this exists, right? It's, it's a natural human experience, but it's something that you have to acknowledge and really try hard to let go of because, you know, we can't control the way someone acts and that's just part of life, right? So luckily, we do um, have full control over the way that we act and respond to people. So meeting people where they're at really leaves you without any feelings of resentment because you're just embracing and accepting um, who someone is. And instead of holding them to an imaginary standard that they aren't even aware of or responsible for achieving, you're just accepting the relationship for what it is, right? So here are just a few quick tips just to kind of help you put this into practice. So step one, this is definitely the most important one. It all begins with self-reflection. So think about why you make certain decisions or act in certain ways. 
Now, obviously, this is easier said than done. You're like, all right, well, like I said, the first step of understanding begins with understanding yourself and just kind of developing this empathy for the human condition. So, for example, maybe maybe you get angry if your food order is wrong, right? But acknowledging that pattern isn't enough. You're not self-aware enough if you're just saying like, oh, wow, I, I tend to get angry when my food order is wrong. Huh, interesting. And that's it. <laughs> you know, like that that's like base level, you know, acknowledgement of, of oneself, but got to dig a bit deeper. So that may lead you down some rabbit hole of realizing maybe your anger stems from your need to control. Okay, good. But keep digging, right? And so maybe you figure that out because maybe you have five siblings and you've always felt like you've lived in chaos, right? And so this need of control stems from never really feeling like you've had control because you grew up your entire life in a household with five siblings, right? So now every time that your food order is wrong, you have this understanding that it's actually a result of years of moments. And that will lead you to becoming more empathetic towards others and understanding that the way that someone else is acting, even if it annoys you, is almost always a result of years of moments, right? So maybe some people think, hey, it's super annoying that this girl like always gets so angry when her food comes. And like, sure, that's something that you're going to have to like dig into and work on and try to come up with better coping mechanisms, right? But you know, now that we've self-reflected that you know, that anger isn't just you maybe being entitled, right? Maybe that that anger really stems from, like I said, you lived in a household of chaos and maybe going out is the only thing that you feel like you can control. And when your food is wrong, like your whole life spirals in front of your eyes, right? So people, if they were putting this whole meeting, um, meeting people where they're at into, into practice, they would be able to confront the situation of you getting angry with understanding. So Another uh, quick tip that you could uh, use just to kind of help put this into practice is releasing expectations for yourself. So this process isn't going to look perfect and you definitely won't be enlightened or become an enlightened guru right away or anything, right? So, but, um, you know, next time that you feel this kind of resentment coming on, just take a moment to yourself. You know, like take an adult time out, everybody. So maybe that means you leave the room or you just say something like, hey, I need a second or like, just, you know, go quiet for a second. Just go like internalize it, right? And try to put the pieces together in your mind. Like, okay, is this me feeling resentful? Am I meeting them where they're at? Or am I holding them to an expectation? Go through that self-talk, whatever that looks like for you, and then go from there, right? Um, And then just kind of this third quick tip is just to be patient. So like I said, it's not going to be easy, to release these expectations for others or for yourself, right? Um, especially if this is something you've struggled with for a long time, right? Because now this becomes part of your identity that you've you know, created over this um, collection of moments. So just be patient, but continue making the conscious effort with every interaction to actively approach with neutrality and understanding. It's going to take effort. You know, every time you're confronted with a situation like this, think to yourself, Am I going to to meet them with neutrality or am I going to set the bar for them and then get resentful when they don't, you know, meet my expectation? Because that's just us being entitled, right? You know, we think that we deserve somebody to act the way that we think that they should, but like nobody owes that to us. (laughs) So uh, meeting people where they're at really just involves understanding of yourself and others and making a conscious effort with every interaction, even if they're tough. Just prioritize understanding over expectations and resentment. 
So this means if someone is doing something or saying something that you don't agree with, put yourself in their shoes and accept them for who they are in that moment. Um, and just before I go, I just do want to say a quick disclaimer. So if someone's being abusive or just offensive, don't use this as an excuse for their behavior. So it's true that, you know, their abuse might stem from something and you can, you know, understand maybe where that abuse is coming from. But when someone's actions are negatively impacting you, like don't make excuses for them or tolerate it because of the acknowledgement of the human condition, right? Like don't use this as an excuse to tolerate people treating you poorly. That That's not what this is about, right? This method should be used to strengthen and nourish um, relationships that are mutually beneficial. Um, but maybe they just have a few kinks in the road. So let's just try to become better people together, folks, right? This is all, this is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. Something that we're going to have to consciously, you know, put effort into, but it will strengthen and nourish these relationships. So thank you for listening. Interested in learning more? Check us out on our website, pranaomwellness.com, where you can find wellness products to aid in your journey, as well as articles to help you dive deeper into your own unique practice. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok by searching at Prana Ohm Wellness. Don't forget to lean into your inner voice. We trust you.